Quantity Radio. You can shoot me with your words, you can cut me with your lies, you can kill me with your hatefulness, but just like life, I rise. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Quantity Radio. I hope everybody is doing well, as always. I'm doing good. Um, my, my week was pretty smooth, shall I say. I had a few hiccups at work, but, you know, I pushed through that, as I always do, and, you know, came out on top, as always. I'm hoping everybody's week has been going well and being positive and saying your affirmations as always. I always want to remind you of that because it's super important and I promise you'll make your week go by super positive with those affirmations. Today's episode, we're going, you know, we, we talk about being black. We're going to talk about being black because I'm black. Um, you know, that's why I chose this topic. I'm black. It's Black History Month, and I'm just always down to talk about being black, things for the culture, how to, you know, speak to the people, and put some knowledge out there, and our and our opinions on certain things about being black. We're going to touch on um, stereotypes and feelings about being black and issues within the black community, um, things we love about being black. We're going to talk about it all, so... um. That is today's episode, Black-ish. So that is today's episode. is definitely going to be a two-part episode, I believe, because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And I also am bringing on a guest for today's show. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guest right now. Her name is Mariah. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Mariah is in the building today. Um, me and Mariah, we've been knowing each other for about six years now. Um, we started off working together, and we just formed a friendship bond. And, we, you know, we might not speak every day or, you know, all the time, but always when we come together, it's always good conversation, good knowledge being exchanged. So um, she's definitely a good friend on, on on my path, I can say that. And she's a cancer. Ooh. So <laughs> it's my cancer sister okay. right here. So um we we gonna we we're gonna get into the black history and, and our opinions on black things and everything like that. But let's talk about this cancer right quick because I can't have another cancer person on my show. Okay, let's talk about it. Not right. Talk about being a cancer. Mm-hmm. So um what is a great thing about being a cancer? Um, I feel a great thing about being a cancer is that we're very solid and we have a great mind, like a strong mind. Mm-hmm. And we don't, and we base things off of emotions, I would say, but they're like positive emotions. You know, it's the energy that we get in. It's what we put out. So exactly. I love being a cancer. I love being a cancer too. I was like, people think, oh, y'all so emotional. I'm like, no, that is not, we're not crying in the car all the time. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're emotional in a sense to where we feel everything. You could be around certain people, certain energy, and we automatically get compelled to that energy. You know what I mean? It's something that automatically comes with the territory of being a cancer. So we're emotional in that sense, not that we're, you know, going through emotions all the time. Exactly. So get it right. (laughs) 
Now, <laughs> we got that out the way, cleared that up. Um, we're going to hop in to, to talk about being black. Um, the first thing that I'm going to touch on is how does it feel to be black for you? How, how does it feel to be black and, and kind of like explain why you feel that way? I'm going to let my, my co-host Mariah go ahead and give her answer to that first. Okay. So hello, everybody. How are you guys doing today? Um, I feel like being black is a... It's an honor to be black, and I feel like being black is very um, dominant, too, which makes it, like, a threat to other people, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like um, black is beautiful, you know? Like, our skin color, everything about us, our aroma, the energy that we put out as being black. Um, I can say um, our essence, like, our swag, you know, everybody loves it, you know? Being black, it's really a Definitely. good thing, you know. So I would say everybody touch in with your roots and to learn actually where you're from, you know, because being black is really, it's really deep. It's more than just, you know, the color of us. Exactly. It's more just the color of skin. It goes in mm -hmm. and taps into the culture of black. And that's crazy because you said it's an honor. That's how it feels to be black. And that's exactly how I feel. It feels like an honor, you know, when you... When you look at your history, you look at your lineage, you mm -hmm. look at our culture and what we've done and what we possess and how we go about things, how we still rise up from things, even though they constantly try to knock us down. And you see that we still have that willpower to keep on going. And you like, wow, like... We really some strong people. Yeah. Like, we really strong. Like, it's an mm -hmm. honor to even come from this. Even if you're not, you know, on that type of journey with the black culture and everything like that, just to look back and see your history, you should be proud. Exactly. And you should feel honored that, you know, you are black. Yeah. I, sometimes I feel like we amaze people, too, just from, like, our strength. Because, you know, us being held down so long, even being held down right now, you know? Black men and women out, you know, all around the world, we're always, you know, held down. Like, we don't have much of a privilege, as you would say. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm sure we amaze everybody out here. Right. And they're like, dang, we they get knocked down. They still get back and still keep coming. Mm -hmm. They still find another way. Okay, they they, they took this from us. Okay, now we're going to do it this way. Like, you cannot, we cannot be stopped. Yeah. And we're powerful. So, it's an honor to be a part of that and to know that my people, we're strong like that and we're going to keep going. Exactly. So that's definitely how it feels to be black to us. Um, like she said, the swag that we have, the drive that we have, the hustle we have, us rising above the struggles, it's all inspiring. It's like an inspiration. And that's the greatest thing that you can honestly really be is an inspiration to somebody because that forces them to be better and want to do better. Exactly. Being an inspiration. Um, how was it growing up black? I would say growing up black, it was definitely hard. <laughs> now, now, why do you say that though? Now, because I, I don't have that. Honestly, I don't have that perspective. Um, when I was going through, you know, thinking about my answers, I'm like, no, I don't really, I didn't really have no issues really? growing up black. But I mean, I, I could see there was issues, but how, why do you say well, it's hard? when I say hard, I don't mean hard as if I was, like, broke or anything. Because I can say I came up from a good home. But hard as in much as um, father not being in the house, mother, you know, out here running the streets, not having a um, fully guidance from my parents, not able to learn correctively, having to 
be forced to learn from my grandparents, which is they're from a whole different generation, you know. So it's like you skip a generation and go into that one. So it's like, what you telling me? Like, I can't get jiggy with it, but like, I understand you because, you know, but I can't like, mm-hmm. it'll be much easier, you know, if you came from your parents. So I believe like a lot of people in the black household not um, being knowledgeable about like certain things. Yeah. Kinda and like- then not, you know, I don't think um, when people are saying have not having their parents around, like, and then somebody else telling you something, it's kind of hard for you to take it in, you know, to understand. Mm-hmm. So I was saying on that part, it would be hard. So um, I wasn't able to learn as much as I know now back in the day because, you know, just being ignorant. That's all that is. It, but um, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't hard like that. I would say um, I had a, um Easy growing up, you know, I always get what I want, which is not good, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's that cancer. That's that cancer. We always get what we want. <laughs> I always got what I want, but it's not good. But um, I wish I just had like a little bit more discipline when I say hard. So I would make a little bit harder on myself. Like I wish I had a little bit more discipline because, you know. Black, you know, women, you know, we wild, you know, not young age, so that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> we're going to get into that in a second. We're going to get into the black women stereotypes in a second. Definitely, I, I can see it was hard in that sense. Um, when your parents or whoever you, you know, grew up under mm-hmm. don't teach you certain things or whatever. So basically, like you said, you're ignorant to the fact of your history and everything that you could be and that that you are. Yes. You know, yes. you got to learn it from somebody else when you get older and you could have already knew this stuff from the beginning and been operating your life in a certain lifestyle in a certain way instead of, you know, growing up from how you grew up. Yeah. So I definitely understand that. I, I would say growing up being black, um, it was, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad for me growing up. I didn't really get, made fun of like that or if I had a, a bully or anything like that it was just like a genuine bully just because they didn't like you not because of the color of your skin or mm-hmm. because of how you look or anything like that the only feature that I did used to get made fun of for was my lips that's the only really thing like oh she had big duck lips or <laughs> she you know this and this and that I'm like okay and now you look at it now and, mm-hmm. and, and everybody wants it's lips popping. like this it's popping now it's popping <laughs> now your lip gloss is popping okay mm-hmm. so but back in the day that was like the only stereotype you know I used to get made fun of a lot um, as far as other things growing up black that I would see negatively like growing up in elementary middle school stuff like that black women would get made fun of more than black men. Like far as, like I said, elementary, middle school, high school, stuff like that. Um, I would say kind of like the most degrading thing you could have said to a little black girl when she was growing up was that she was bald-headed. Yeah. That, that was like, exactly. you could say I'm dark-skinned or you could say, you know, I'm piss color or, right. you know, whatever. But when it came to, like, the hair on your head, yeah, that kind of tapped into a different, like, okay, yeah. damn. You know, like, oh, I wore my real hair. I'm my first time, you know, my mom kept my hair braided or stuff like that. And if female comes to school and she has a little ponytail and you're like, oh, you're bald-headed. Yeah. That just, like, crushed her spirit. Right, and that goes good. into us wanting to wear weaves all the time and wanting us, our hair to be done all the time and everything like that. That ties into that type of stuff. Yeah, so, that's true. I definitely was like, that. that is, like, something that was, like, ultra degrading for, like, black girls growing up. Um... As far as fun things about growing up black, um, black moms 
black moms were fun. Like, we didn't realize it back in the day because we was getting whoopings. But <laughs> when you grow up, it's like, okay, now I find myself doing some of the stuff that, you know, my mom, my grandma was exactly. doing. Like, get your butt back in this house or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And like, take that meat out and set it in the sink when I, when I get home so I can cook. Now it's like, okay, now I understand why. Exactly. <laughs> she was doing this. Grandma was doing this. Mama was doing this. Like, you see that and... Family get-togethers, like, that was, like, so rich for us. Like, we just taking it as we going to play with our cousins and, you know, yeah. run around, get out the house or whatever. But that was, like, a real, real unity. unity that yeah. we needed um, being around, especially black families, because they try to tear that down. They don't want to promote that to exactly. us. Exactly. Like, good structure, good black family, good quality. They want us to be like, oh, they don't have no family, or they're a single mom, they're a single dad, and they're not structured like that. No. We grew exactly. up totally different, like, family functions all the time, going over to grandpa's house. You got the drunk uncle over there yeah. with the sandals on, <laughs> cooking the ribs, you know. That That is like, ah. Yeah, that's that's those refreshing. Were the, honestly, those were the good days. I can remember a couple of parties we had. We always had the parties in our backyard, mm -hmm. so everybody would always come over. You know, by the end of the night, you see everybody who they really is. You, I know my cousin was like this. Yeah, what? like oh shoot, cousin, <laughs> like okay. Exactly. And then you ask him to spend a night. Like, Mom, can I spend a night at so and yeah. so house? Like, I'm gonna go to cousin so and so house. Like, so I definitely miss those right. days. Like, as as a kid, that's what I miss about growing up black. I can actually say. um, just hanging out with the family because now it's like as we get older and have our own lives and trying to do our own thing, got jobs now, we're not kids no more. It's like you don't really get that family time like we used to and like the older ones are like, you know, they're they older now. So it's like we got to be the ones to, yeah, to step in stuff. Yeah. and throw yeah. parties and get togethers and things like that to make sure we keep that going because if you don't. You're going to see it start to, like, dwindle yeah. away. And then it's like, dang, I miss my cousin. I ain't seen him in a year or two years. Like, why do we let it get that long? Exactly. And I feel like that's definitely where it's getting at right now at this time. Because I know a lot of family, they always reach out and so forth. But we never actually take the time to come together to, you know, to plan something and, you know, to unite. And it's just, like, not really good because we don't get, we don't stay in touch with our roots more so. Exactly. You know, we just all over the place thinking everybody our friend, you know. You got to stay with your family. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got to stay with your family because you think everybody your friend. That's like honestly the best love, our true love you can ever find, you know. Family. is your best friend, yeah. Family, that is. Yeah, family. Definitely, you touched mm -hmm. on that. That's um, something good to touch on because, like you said, you getting busy with everything else and friends, focus on friends and going on trips and all this stuff like that. Like, take a family trip. Mm -hmm. Take some time with your family and things like that. And I need to take my own advice. That's me. Because I'll be like, <laughs> I, I'll text my cousins and I'll check in on them from time to time and everything. And we'll plan link ups, but then don't fall through. Mm -hmm. So definitely that is on my list for goals of 2021. Like to spend more time with my family. Exactly. You know, especially with all the stuff going on. It's like, okay, let me just get some time. And I don't care if it's just like a little dinner or a little outing right. or take the kids to play. Spend time together. Yeah, and I feel that completely. But I feel like also growing up and seeing being family, and as you see, as everybody grows up and we grow apart, I feel like um, it's kind of hard to relate to some people, you know, when you all grow up different and get on a different level, you know. I feel like that's what's hard for people, too, to reach out because they don't know, like, how to come at people without, you know? Mm -hmm. It's different because I'm like, y'all yeah. grew up 
together. And y'all was, of course, y'all was around the same age. Y'all doing the same things. Y'all with each other all the time. Now it's like, okay, they went off and did this. And you went off and did this. And y'all start getting a different mindset. Mm-hmm. And, and they might not want to follow behind what you're doing. You might not have to follow behind what they're doing, but at the best thing is your family. Yeah. That's the common denominator. So we're going to leave. That's what they need. To, yeah, we all need to understand that. Yeah, exactly. We need to understand that for and sure. just come together as family because I can child. Mm, look, I'm going to try to tap into <laughs> even being... um my spiritual beliefs shifting. Mm-hmm. That don't have that doesn't mean that I'm like, oh well, I don't I don't mess with them. They believe in this or they believe in that. I don't do that. I've never done that. I'm more into what benefits me. So mm-hmm. this making me happy, it's bringing me peace. Whatever I'm doing, I'm working with my crystals, and they might look at me a little funny. You know what I mean? But that's how I get by. That's that's my peace at night, exactly. and I know it works because I, I, I it's worked for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know how to do do what I do and why I do it. So it's like um, sometimes family can frown up on that, especially when we grew up in a certain, you know, spiritual belief or, or things like that. They might look at you a little different. But like I said, you got to realize at the end of the day, it's family is a common denominator. Exactly. So we're going to set the spiritual stuff on the side. We're going, oh, she likes to, you know, dress flashy or he does this or she does that and set it to the side and focused on family. Yeah. And so, I completely agree with that, girl. That's definitely Let something. Y'all black folks, y'all hear me? <laughs> Tap okay. with your family. <laughs> Tap with your family, regardless of what they do, what they believe in. Yeah. If they're a good person at the end of the day, that's all that matters, right? And so we're going to hop on into stereotypes. Okay. About black people. So we, you know, we got a whole bunch of stereotypes about us and we even feed into some of those stereotypes that, you know, other cultures made about us and we done tapped in and made our own stereotypes about ourselves. Um, and we're going to just see if they're true or not. Okay. So we're going we, we gonna to jump right on into it. We're going to jump right on into it. So the first stereotype I'm going to go ahead and get into is... That we're lazy. Mm, I can say that <laughs> is true by default. Like, you know, <laughs> Not by default. Not by default. Oh, like, God. People are really like, we are some lazy people, but I think you got to have that. That's where that golliness comes into you where you like, you know, I got to get up. I got to, you know, do this. I got to stay focused. I got to, you know, get up on it. Everybody don't got that same, you know, that baby fed like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so everybody got different energy. But I think as black people, like, just I'm saying by default for just being like just in us like you know because I was talking to my friend about that earlier about the DNA from our parents like some stuff that is just naturally in us that we can't even you know you like why well, I'm acting like this and you can't take that out of you because you know it's, it's in you you were born like, with it exactly so it's like I'm like black people we not lazy and I know it's, it's a mind over matter thing that's all that is exactly. we not lazy like but. I don't feel like we can be lazy, but I don't feel like we are lazy. But that's what they try to label us yeah. with. And I'm thinking about like when I said lazy. Hold on, how we lazy? And y'all took us to be slaves. <laughs> y'all didn't want to do y'all own work. So how yeah, we part. lazy? We doing your job exactly. You can't even breastfeed your own kids. You got our women breastfeeding your kids exactly. If you want to take it there, yeah. But you don't like us, and then you want to take what we're. F- Y'all yeah. ain't ready for that. Y'all ain't ready. Yeah. We ain't gonna do it. Gonna get it. <laughs> you wanna That's go that deep? But yeah, now I completely understand you on that part. I completely understand you. Like, like how are we slaves? I mean, how, how are we lazy, but we were the slaves. So, I mean, that yeah. just mind boggles me. So, um, that's kind of like a 
hit and miss with the laziness, like you yeah. said, by default. So I'm I like, from what I know, they weren't even like taking ba- bathing themselves. So that's I'm why like, they had the plague, right? Because y'all yeah. was nasty. Boo-booing and and and, yeah, and so, freezes, all that stuff. So and, I'm saying we we lazy by default. It's not really we not really lazy. It's just you know mm-hmm. some stuff we got to work on. Some generational stuff. Exactly, uh, some generational yeah, yeah. stuff. You know they they try to you know keep us down, and then some people still kind of feel me stayed there with mm-hmm. that and got lazy yeah. because of they put that on us. Believing it, yeah, and we believed it. So mm-hmm. I could definitely you know see see that point. <clears throat> the second one. We all eat fried chicken and eat watermelon. I hate watermelon. Oh my god! I hate watermelon. I hate it. I don't like watermelon. I I'm like I, people will and people will call you out. Your own people will call yeah. you out. You ain't black. Yeah, I hate. I just don't like it because I don't eat it's watermelon. Not for me. Yeah. I don't like the texture. Exactly. Don't slice none on my plate. I will not eat that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you put salt. I don't care if you put tahini. I don't care if whatever. you put sugar, whatever. I don't like yeah. it. Now, I'll, I'll, I like watermelon flavor. Like, if I'll get like maybe like a, a smoothie with a little watermelon flavor, mm-hmm. a little apple, it has to be other stuff mixed in with it. But um, as far as that goes, I, I don't like watermelon. Yeah. Fried chicken, yes. Okay. I like fried, love it, love it. I like fried chicken. I am the stereotype. I don't care. <laughs> I, like, I like fried chicken. You know, exactly. when I'm not doing my detoxes and things like that or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I, I try to eat still healthier baked chicken, but come on now. Right. Ain't nothing you like that. Fry, oh, you can air fry it nowadays too, you know that. Air fry it and make it healthier. Exactly. There you go. No grease yeah, all I up in there. I definitely fried chicken to myself. I can say that. I ate something of it a little bit earlier today. I ate, I some ate fried something chicken. last night. I had wings time. <laughs> I had churches earlier with a biscuit. <laughs> not going to play. I'm yeah, not going to play. Fried chicken is good. I just don't. The thing about um, fried chicken for me, I don't like it when it's too greasy. Oh yeah, I don't like that. Like I, you see all the grease. Like yeah. when you pick it up, it's like a big wet spot mm-hmm. of grease. I'm probably not going to eat that. <laughs> like I said, air fry is a better way to go. And, and since we're on the topic of food and black people, now, why is it when you try to change your eating habits and say you want to be a vegetarian or you want to be pescatarian or you want to be a vegan, you know, and eat other things besides all that greasy soul food that we're so used to, and you go to the family cookout or you go out to eat at a restaurant and you're all of a sudden bougie, Mm-hmm. I dealt with that. For not eating what everybody else is eating. I got a salad or I have, you know, <laughs> baked chicken and not the fried chicken. I didn't put no collard greens and, and neck bones and black eyed peas on my plate. I put some healthier stuff on my plate. Now I'm frowned upon for yeah, eating healthy. I'm a problem. I'm the problem. <laughs> yeah. I think it comes from lack of education and them actually knowing what they put into their body, how it's digesting, how it's actually feeding them, you know, like, because I feel like. What we eat affects our brain and how we think and so forth and like that. And I don't think, honestly, like, you know, slavery is only 60, 70 years ago like that. I don't think they're actually taught, like, what they were eating and, you know, how they used to just give them food like the chitterlings and exactly and stuff like that. Like, they just took it. They really didn't care about, you know. But I feel it now as us, you know, our generation breaking those curses, um, they still frown upon us as if we just like, you know, trying to like 
But I, you know, I'm for everything. Like I love to learn about black people, the culture, where we came from and everything. Right. But I also want to be a better human being, like at the same time. So I'm just like, if when I feel that energy coming from them, you know, and they like, oh, you don't got this on your plate. Uh, uh-uh, you don't want no yams. Cause I don't like yams. Oh, when they, hold on, wait a minute now. Look, <laughs> now look, 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 look at me trying to stereotype her. Our, it's our own, be your own people. Like, okay, now chitlins, I understand. But yam, can you exactly. yam, can you sweep to the back? Like I don't like them. She said, I don't, I don't like, like them. them. And and to touch on that, like that's true. Like the, okay, back in slavery days, like you said, the white people they got all the good parts of the pig. They eating you know the ribs and everything mm-hmm. like that. We get the feet. We get the intestines. They're mm-hmm. not eating that. That's intestines, chitterlings. We're eating that. And digesting that. So whatever was in there, we got to clean them and clean them good because all that gook is in them and you're ingesting that into your body and that's going to pour out from your body. Exactly. So I'm just like, now they done put that stereotype onto us and now we're reflecting it onto our own black people. So it's like, we got to get out of that mindset and and renew your mindset. People be stuck in their ways. I understand that. But you got (laughs) to come to the light. I think they really need some understanding. Like, and honestly, I don't think our generation is going to be able to help our grandparents, our great grandparents, because it's like they so stuck they in so their way. Like, like, I be trying to explain, like, why you don't need it. But it's just like, you know, the taste. I got to. Because they've been eating it for so long, and and, and that's been their way for so long. It's like, I don't know nothing but this. And then, Mm -hmm. like, oh, y'all, new kid, y'all try to come up in here and teach us and try to feed me this rabbit food, or, you know. Because I'm definitely, I'm questioning everything, like the green stuff, like, is this pork or what what you got to put in here? Yep. I need to know. Not trying to be disrespectful in any type of way, you know. I just want to know what What I'm putting in my body. Yeah, exactly. Because that's going to pour out. Exactly. Completely. Another uh, stereotype, and this we get deemed this all the time, is we're ghetto and we're mm. loud, loud, just loud and ghetto. Especially the women, we get that stereotype all the time. We automatically think like, oh, they're black. You see a group of black women, like, oh, they just loud and ghetto. Like, why do we get that stereotype? Yeah, that don't. Well, I just feel like because I don't know. I just I think. I ain't going to say we are loud, but I know when a crowd of black women get together and we get in our, you know, <laughs> our happy zone, you know, our voice just feed. We feed off each other. We ain't loud. We just, you know, we, we get excited. We get we that. happy. We, you know, we getting juicy. We getting into, you know, yeah, we letting like, it out. <laughs> it's not like we try to be loud on part. Like yeah. we just walk around loud and ghetto. But when, like you said, a certain group of us get together, you know, we got good conversation, good yeah. dialogue. It's like, oh, girl, yeah, girl. Uh, we just start, like, yeah, just, it, it's just the energy, <laughs> Like the the vibrations get lifted, and, and that exactly. causes for maybe a little bit of loud talking. <laughs> but we are not all ghetto yeah. and loud all the time. We're definitely not because I'm definitely not loud all the time. I like to be, you know, low key and yeah. peaceful. So um, I, I think it's like. 50-50 on that one. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I, I can do with that. 50-50. Because 50, sometimes we can be loud, but we not really. We ain't. Loud all the time. and all that. Wadawana. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. We're not all ghetto. Exactly. So there we go. We're going to go 50-50 on that one. So we are all violent. That's, and they, and I think that they depicted that from us. Like, we, we're not violent, but that's why they 
they they want they fear us, so they want to depict us as that. So they have a reason to yeah. shoot us, a reason to put us down exactly. because we've been perceived as that stereotype that was given to us because yeah. we were not violent. They and if you oh Malcolm X and Black Panther and blah, okay, but why was Malcolm X doing what he was doing? Mm-hmm. Why did he say by any means necessary? Because y'all people were trying to. Get rid of us by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. So we had to retaliate back. We're not. We were peaceful. You see peaceful marches. We always have to be peaceful because what they deemed us as violent. Exactly. So that that one is like you said. That could be by default too. Yeah. Exactly. That we're violent because we didn't just start off being violent. Yeah, we got oppressed so much. Yeah. I'm, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think we're violent. And even that, I still think we feel that energy still to this day, just by the way that we are looked at from our skin color. Like it makes us feel like depression, like seriously, because you know how they look, you know, the look that we get. Mm-hmm. So, no, you know, I know. And, and that, and that feeds into you that rings that animal out, you know, because We've been held back so long, like we still held back and we still get, like you said, stereotype and judge just from the look of us. Like, and we're not violent, but we're not scared either. Exactly. Exactly. We're not scared. We're not scared, but we're not violent. But, you know, um, when when things keep happening to us in our culture, you constantly look on the news and you see, you know, uh, our culture being gunned down for no reason, us being hated on for no reason at all. Um, it it kind of puts that in you. So yeah. it's like they have that hidden exactly. agenda, like, oh, we're going to depict them as this, we're going to do this to them. And then look, what we're saying was true. Look, they are violent. Look, they are mean all the time. Look, yeah. they are this, they are that. No, that was given to us because what was brought to us, what was put up on us. Exactly. And that's so, why I hate when they put out movies and then they always choose the movies I feel like that make us look bad. Mm-hmm. Like they, we have, we got a couple of good movies that came out that you know showed the true essence of being black. But they always, I feel like every time they got a chance to like display us, they make us put in the image of like just we animals, right? I hate that. And they all they they I do that a that. lot in movies, especially TV shows too. Like even in trying TV to shows. depict us as somebody that's like that violent or being you know even loud ghetto black women yeah, and stuff we, like that. that we they always, always we always make those parts, especially in the ni- the ninety <laughs> movies and stuff like that that was coming out exactly. back in the day. It's like oh mm-hmm. you got Keisha, she loud and she's ghetto and yeah. she got the nails and you yeah. know all that. They try to depict us as that, but hey, even that that's our culture and I love it. Big braids, mm-hmm. long nails and stuff like that. We did that. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Exactly. I don't go too deep in there. I was about to say something. Um the men are all good at sports. The black men. Black men are all good at sports. Yeah, I think they are because we're very strong and like we have like some I don't know what's inside of us. I'm sure they know. That's why they try to keep us down, but I don't know what's inside of us, but it's something like we're just great at everything at we everything do. And we like do. black men, we are like they're so strong. Like, that's one thing. And I feel like that's one thing as women, we need to realize how strong these black men are out here. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to break them down and try to build them up more. And maybe we have like a a more wholesome household and like, you know, people actually to protect us instead of breaking them down, making them feel like, you know, they ain't right. nothing. You, you know ain't what nothing. I mean? You ain't, exactly. Because black men are really strong. Like, they can help us like from their mind, like muscle, every type of way, you know? Because we are the original. Like, yeah. you know, I don't want to get it over exactly. the top of right. Come on now, exactly. stop playing. Don't, we're not going to downplay the black man. I love black men. Exactly. I love black men. Um, they, they are 
good at sports. And, and then, okay, so then that stereotype jumps into our own culture because let's say, you know, say I'm a black man and, you know, I'm, on, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for somebody else to add to the team so we can go ahead and start this basketball game at the park. Hey, you know, come over, come over here and, and, and get in this game. And he, say the guy responds, he's just like, "Oh no, bro, I'm cool. I don't, I don't play ball." You gonna look at him like, but you, you know, black, so you, you know. don't put that own stereotype on your own people. Yeah, that's so they like, okay, well, he could be a black man and 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 be a computer a, a computer geek. Yeah, he can be a black man and be a lawyer. Yeah, he could be a black man and be into. All this type of stuff that yeah. don't have to do with sports, that doesn't make him any less black. Exactly. Because he ain't pick up the ball and, and, and do a three-point shot. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? So is they kind of put that stereotype on our own people as well. Like, yeah. okay, you don't, just like I said, with the eating fried chicken, like, you don't eat fried chicken? Yeah. Like, you looking at me crazy. And I don't like that. they love to put us in, like, boxes. I'm telling you, they always try to put us in boxes to make us feel like... Uh, we can't do no better than that. Like, that's what you're here for. That's what you're good that's at. That's what you're good yeah, at. Yeah, because I feel like back in the day, they like, when you go to college and you go to high school, you know, you play a sport, you get into college like that, you know, mm-hmm. get a free scholarship free or something ride. like that. Like, nobody was ever, like, encouraged to do anything else. Like, that actually can help us, like, decoding what we can use right now. Like, a lot of things that people can, black people can get paid for, you know. It's exactly. not just that we're more than sports, I feel like that. But I don't feel like we were actually, like, given that option. Mm-hmm. Like, that and that that was that was their way and still is sometimes to make it out of your situation. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm going to school, like I really want to be a lawyer, but I have to be good at basketball to get this free ride. So exactly. let me go ahead and get into sports and then I could transfer into what I really want to do. So it's like it's like, damn, I still gotta kinda yeah. do some type of sports just so I can get yeah. that free ride you if you don't have that education. You need to do this. You know, do this. Do this, do that. So you can get over here and get this free yeah. ride and this and this and that. You know what I mean? So it's still kind of like put on us to this day with mm-hmm. the sports thing. I feel that definitely. So that was that was one for the men. Um, women, black women, that we all know how to braid. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate it. I know how to braid, but I don't like braiding. I don't. I'll braid my own hair if I have to. But it's it's the... People coming to me like, you know how to braid, right? <laughs> why do I know how to braid? Why tell me why do you think I know how to braid? Exactly. Because you're not gonna go up to a Mexican girl like you know how to braid, huh? Exactly. Go up to a white girl, you know how to braid, huh? I need you to braid my hair. Exactly. She's black. She's know how to, she know how to braid. I'm gonna ask exactly. her. Exactly. And I hate, I really actually hate when people do that because it makes it makes sense, but it don't make no sense. It makes us ignorant in our ways because it's like because I'm black. I might not braid. That'll mean I want to braid. Like, right. I'm just a hairstylist. Yeah, now. that's not just what I do. I'm more than braiding. Now ask me if I want to do something else. Like mm-hmm. you know, like I hate. I really hate that stereotype because I do not braid. People tell me that all the time. Like <laughs> calling me like, didn't you use the braid hair? Like, like no, I don't. I sell life insurance now. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yes. seriously. <laughs> I still love insurance. If you need some life insurance, I can help exactly. you. If you need some singles, you have to call somebody else. I'm sorry. Not me. Like, that is a stereotype, especially to, and even black people do that to us. Like, you know, black men, they need the hair braided. You know how to braid, right, cousin? Exactly. And no. they don't. And, and let's talk about them not wanting to pay. Because they're your family. <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's talk about our own people, though, real quick. Let's, we're going to, we're still in the stereotype, but let's talk about our own people, like, Always want a discount yeah. on some or do it for free, especially because if you family, family, you got two of them because they are family 
or they, they your friend and because y'all both black. Mm. Come on, man, brother. They always got to put that in there when they want that discount. Come on, brother. Come on, sister. Like, no. no. You're not no. going to go to um, exactly. the Gucci store and, and Louis Vuitton and or somebody. Discount. Come on, man. Just because they know how to do it, just because they sold it. No. And then, but they'll try to do that to their own people. So we got to get out of that mindset yeah, as well. We seriously. definitely have to get out of that mindset. Like, no. Just because we can do it doesn't mean we want to. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, oh, I'll see you, you, like you did that. your own hair. You did your... Okay, that's my hair. I had to. Like, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, I don't want to sit around I and do other hair. I for myself, but... Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's definitely a stereotype for black women and, and black men be asking us to braid their yeah. hair or do dredge. You know how to twist, lock it up, right? No, I don't. Right. Okay, that's why I, feel I like don't. Black people, they need to be more um, self-efficient. Yes. And learn how to do stuff they self. Like, you know, somebody tell you to do that, you feel like, that. Like you know, they rude. Like, they that rude. was rude. That was so rude. But it's like, you no. really need to learn how to do it yourself. Save your money. Save your time. Like, you know, mm-hmm. be productive yourself because I feel like it's a lot of time in the day, like, you can it's, learn a new you skill. You can do something. YouTube University. Besides work. There's some. There's too many hours in a day to not have no traits. So exactly. let's be more self-efficient and learn how to braid our own hair. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was quick to go on YouTube University. Like, okay, I do what now? Okay, and exactly. I'm doing it as I'm watching. And so I can be able to do my own yeah. hair. So I don't have to pay the next person to do my hair. Like, And all about your resources as well, exactly. right? So, um... Stereotypes. Um, what about the stereotypes that that we believe? Okay, so I'm gonna give an example. Um, so you can kind of see what I'm talking about here. Um, for example, so somebody was trying to help me with um getting my credit right. And I'm like, okay, you know, like black black people are always scared to invest their money, especially into Another black person. So true. So true. So it's like, okay, so I'm, you know, you tell me you can help me fix my credit and do this. And I'm like, mm. it's like, you like, okay, you get excited at the fact, but then you like, you kind of like nudge back. Like, right. I need this. 500 right now. Right. You like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, hold on. Wait, you, you need money right now? Like, can, I can't get it afterwards. Like, you scared this person might run off with your money. Mm-hmm. Or you scared this person is not going to do the full job. You're scared this person is not going to do that. And, and that's against our own people. Mm-hmm. And then I could honestly say that that happened to me because I'm just like, okay, this person wants to help me do my credit like yeah like okay like you seem legit whatever like that but uh, no I'm okay but you see other people testimonials like oh he helped me he did this he did this yeah. but I might be that one person like exactly. I'm gonna get her for her money like we always kind of have that in the back of our head I think yeah. kind of like we're not just yeah I'm gonna just here here you go brother like you know whatever like that we're not always like that and then you look like oh this person was legit now you feel kind of crazy like dang I should have hopped on and and that's what I want to talk about is black people are reactive supporters we don't support until we see good reactions to what you're doing I'm you know you starting up a clothing line and come on buy my sweatsuit or you know help me out and support me you know buy a couple shirts or just buy a little beanie or something for ten dollars like you know okay but once you see People start wearing it. They got a good following. And now everybody's on board. And I was like, hey, man, let me, let me get a sweatsuit. I asked you three months ago. You told me no. <laughs> exactly. You said, I, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a see about it. Gave you discounted price, too. Now, <laughs> now, you're like, oh, well, let me get one once you see I have a buzz growing. And and why do we do that? Like, I feel like black people, they are reactive because um, I feel like we always feel like we about to get played. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you kind of scared to take a chance because, you know, so all these scams, like it's been scams for, since I don't know when. So we always scared to get played. So we put our guard up, which puts us back, like I said, in a box where we're not able to crack out that shell and to get the um, investments and stuff that everybody else gets because we didn't take that step forward. So we just stuck right here. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that this year. I'm telling you, because I was scared with Robin Hood and all that. Oh, yeah. money in. I'm saying, oh, so yeah. my stock drop is gone. It's gone. Like, <laughs> now nah, I ain't about to get me. Cash out. Cash out right exactly. now. Exactly. But it's like, if you, until you take that step, a late leap of faith, like, it'll never happen for you. Like, you got to invest. Like, and you got to invest in the right people. Right. And then more importantly, don't be scared to invest in yourself. Yeah. And I, I said that came from, I was just talking about this earlier today. Um, black people are so scared to lose their money because they never have money. Mm-hmm. You're not used to coming from money. Other cultures come from money. And, you know, black people, some people, black people, families do come from money, but it's a stereotype as a lot of us don't. And it is true. A lot of us don't come from money. So it's like when we get a hold of some money, we're making some money and we feel confident enough, like, okay, like, I, you know, I'm making a good amount of money to put your money into something for it not to come back right away. You have to invest and watch it exactly. grow, watch your money work for you. You like, I don't know about yeah. that. Like, we I need my money now. An instant, like a comeback, an instant comeback. And mm-hmm. honestly, honestly, like in life, things don't work like that. Like, you have to invest in yourself or into something to get like money back. Like you have to let it sit and you got to, and with that, you got to just keep going on and on. Like it ain't no stopping right there. That's where people think, Oh, I invest in this. Let me wait for it to come back. Like, no, keep going, keep investing and get like, you know, um, I don't know how to say that word, but keep you some money that's keep in flowing. That's flowing every day, you know, mm-hmm. like money, like, you know, coming from wherever sources, they said we need seven sources to be a millionaire. So, mm-hmm. you know, you need money flowing every day. Like when you sleep, uh, Your you money might not even be, be doing in. that no more. You need to still be making money from that. Like people, I don't, I don't think they really get the full, like, cause we were never taught that growing up, even in school about investments or banking or any of that. So they don't lack of knowledge makes people ignorant. Like, so exactly. I feel like, we need to really tap in with that because investing is really like, where it's at. Yeah, and it's low right now in the market with a lot of things. Like, if you want to drop ship or if you want to buy stocks or if you want to start your own hairline, which I feel like black women should do since we always buying from, you know, the other culture, you know, and they don't even have our hair to be selling us hair. Like, exactly. You know, I exactly. feel it's a lot of things that black people can invest in and see, like, a, if you want, like, an instant comeback, like, just tap in and see what people need, and that's how you get. Tap in and see your target, your target, what yeah. is going on, what what we need, and do it yourself. Like you yeah. said, with the hair, selling hair and everything. We make fun of people for selling hair. Like, oh, she's selling hair, this person's selling hair. We might as well buy from a black person than from me. We all know who exactly. sells the hair. We all know where the hair comes from, mostly the Asian culture. So it's like, why not? Exactly. Just like getting your nails done, you go to the Asian, Chinese, Korean, whoever shops exactly. and get your nails done. But are you gonna go and support a black woman yeah. for opening People up a scared. nail shop? They scared, they scared. And like, oh, the Asians do it right. They do it right. Okay, why can't somebody, a black woman, do it right too as well yeah. and give you that same courteous um, customer service and everything like that from a black owned shop? Mm. Once you feel more welcome, more in tune with your culture, not have to worry about somebody talking about your feet in another language. Exactly. You know what I mean? Why they exactly. doing it? And, I, and you you giving them money. I know they feel the energy. And it's like, why do you keep going back? Mm-hmm. You know, like that makes no sense. That's where lack of knowledge comes from because it's like, 
that's just straight disrespectful. That's like, disrespectful. You give like, your daddy money, you got an attitude to give your sister some money. Like, oh, she taking till I'm done. But if somebody told you to wait, like, you will wait. Like, you know. Exactly. Now, if you go in there at a, let me say, an Asian nail shop or something like that, and they're like, oh, you got this minute away, you got this minute away, mm-hmm. it's busy, blah, blah. But same black person's like, oh, I, they was waiting too long. Uh-uh, they had me up here. You know, it's automatically you're ready to uh, downplay them. Yeah. And we got to get out of that. Yeah. We got to be I, more I supportive. I really feel like black people have like a lot of self-hatred towards each other. Like we're all, no matter if we brown, light skin, yellow bone, red bone, dark, whatever, we all black. Like we need to stop like hating ourselves, like mm-hmm. and show each other more love because I feel like that's honestly what everybody's missing. It's honestly like some love. Everybody feel like they not loved or appreciated, you know, but mm-hmm. It all, like, this is what I'm learning. It all comes from self. Like, if you don't appreciate yourself or value yourself or, you know, do anything for yourself, you should not expect nobody to do that for to you. To do it for you and yeah. expect that same energy from yourself. You want all this love and, yeah. and praise and everything, but you're not giving it to your own people or to yourself. So yeah. why is that going to be reciprocated? Because it's not being given yeah, out. Yeah, we got to show each other more love. That's All that will go away, I feel like. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So y'all gonna have to tune in for part two of okay. this episode because you know we don't we don't went on. You understand so, me? <laughs> you understand <laughs> me? Do you? So go ahead and tap back in. Um, there definitely is gonna be a part two next episode. We're picking up right where we left off, picking up on the stereotypes, and we're gonna finish that out and hop into some more uh powerful stuff so um i hope y'all enjoyed right thank part you for one. Me. i'll be back definitely all right she's gonna be back for part two so we will see you then i hope everybody has a wonderful rest of the week thank peace you.